Hello and welcome to the Student Council and Advice Podcast made for and by students, where everybody is, you know, qualified to talk about their own experiences. I'm Carter DeForek and we have Kaylee Richmond on from Barnard University. Welcome, Kaylee. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Um, yeah, in my dorm room, my roommate is at office hours right now, so chilling. Seems yeah. office hours are a good thing to do, um, yeah. to my knowledge. So the intro question we ask here, Kaylee, is um, what has been the, your favorite five minutes of the past week? Um. Okay, I like saw this question before and I was really trying to think hard of like, what do I say my favorite five minutes are? Because like, it has not been the most like fun or chill week. Um. So I have to say, I guess um, Wednesday nights I go to this workout class and I don't know, it was just, it was a really good class. I wasn't like sure if I wanted to go just because I was like super tired and everything, but like I forced myself to go and it was really fun I love the instructor she's so nice and so good so I guess that would probably be my favorite five minutes awesome that's great I I honestly I feel the same way like anytime I don't want to do a workout and I do mostly I'm happy so Mm. it's a nice thing well let's just get right into this whole college experience and essentially with that what has your college experience been up to this point yeah so I'm a freshman um at Barnard College as you said which if anyone doesn't know, is the historically women's college that's a part of Columbia University. So like Columbia, which is in New York City, again, if anyone doesn't know, it like has um, undergrad school. So it has like Columbia College, which is like the main one that everyone goes to, CES, which is the like School of Engineering, um, GS, which is like general studies. And it's kind of confusing. It's like for people who don't have traditional college paths. Um, and then there's Barnard. But like Barnard's really unique because it... Um, is like has its own uh like president and its own like admissions office and it's like more separate than the other undergrad schools but like I still take classes at Columbia like Columbia people take classes here it's like very integrated um can you tell that I like just applied to be a tour guide here like hey <laughs> look at that yeah but um yeah so up until this point it's been pretty good it's um yeah so I'm in my second semester of my freshman year so I actually only have like six more weeks left here which is crazy time has really flown um luckily things have been pretty normal um like I didn't have really much online school and stuff um which has been nice but yeah definitely different than I expected it to be um I don't know how much you want me to like go into this question um, all in as much as you want to yeah I had a lot of expectations coming in I think everybody does um Barnard was my ED early decision school so like it was my dream school like I this was like my ride or die um and you know I had a lot of expectations and it's definitely lived up to some but um it also hasn't in other ways which is you know a whole thing of its own like you know it's the social like not social life but the social scene and just like navigating that and like making friends after you know having lifelong friends from high school is very different um, and like something I had never experienced before and like I'm lucky to have found kind of a core group of people and I'm like meeting more people every day but that was definitely something I think that like you come into college and you expect it's like you're gonna meet your best friends and like first night you guys like all end up in the same room and you're just like these are my besties for life and it's like not really like that for most people um yeah and like adjusting to like college work like I've had this really weird situation where I came from high school so busy all the time like Um, you know, doing homework all the time, like going to dance, spending so much time doing that. And then in college, like, even though, you know, I'm taking, right now I'm taking five classes. Last semester I had six, which is a lot. Um, Like, even with all that, and I'm in clubs and I still dance, like, 
you have so much more free time um which is like so weird and like navigating how I use that because like some days I'm like I just want to lie on my bed and do nothing but then it's like you do have work to do and then it's also weird because like I don't really have a lot of classes where I have like weekly tests or weekly quizzes like it's more just like your midterm and your final and like maybe you have a few papers so that's also like been a weird adjustment but I would say like overall first semester was a little bit rough second semester like end of first semester to second semester has definitely been better but overall like I've had a pretty good time like um yeah I'm like ex- I'm already excited for next year and stuff so I don't know I feel like I really went off on a tangent there but it's really been it's been a lot of learning but it's also been really fun that was an incredible answer and more free time in college is not what I expected to come from anybody in college but I'm like I'm happy and excited for that yeah. because I'm in the a lot of homework high school life right now so more free time that'll be rad yeah yeah I mean I think it really depends on you know, like, what your high school situation was, what your experience there was, um, versus, like, how you find the workload in college, but I think for me, it's, like, you know, like, I'm taking five classes, but, like, one day I have two classes, and one day I have three classes, and, yeah, they're a little bit longer than my high school classes, but, like, for the most part, they're spread out, so, like, um, like, for example, like, Tuesday, Thursdays, because we run kind of on a Monday, Wednesday, and a Tuesday, Thursday schedule, so Tuesday, Thursdays, I have a class that starts at 1140, and it's done by like 12.55 and then my next class isn't until 4.10 and then my next class after that is at 6.10 so like I'm taking classes at weird hours but I'm also like I have a whole chunk in the middle of the day where I'm like just sitting here like figuring out what I'm gonna do which is something that I don't really think you have in high school and like I also like extracurriculars like they'll happen like a lot sometimes I'll have extracurriculars that are like later at night because like everyone lives here so it's like like at eight or nine whereas like I would maybe be like at dance from like six to eight or something um so I think that's also kind of like something where it's like and then like on the day-to-day like you don't necessarily have homework all the time it's like a lot of reading at least for me like I will admit I'm not really doing a lot of STEM um and I think a STEM experience is different from a humanities experience but like I just have a lot of reading for my classes so like sometimes I'm like I don't want to do this reading like I have no homework I have no work to do today which is like not the mindset I would like put out there, but it's definitely something that happens. So yeah, I think like my mom said that to me a lot, like before college was like, she was like, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of free time. And I was like, what do you mean I'm gonna have a lot of free time? But like, I really have found that like, I think sometimes like, I'm like, wow, how did I like do my high school schedule? Because I was like going from like 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. with like no breaks. I don't know how I do it now. And in all honesty, sometimes, especially last trimester, it was just nuts. But that's a great thing to hear about, you know, less free time. And I think that, honestly, I think that different times in the day for classes is probably, like, a pretty good play. Seems like a really exciting piece of college that I don't feel like is talked about as much. What exactly are you kind of majoring in? What's kind of your plan there? So I am doing um, a double major as of now. I technically am undecided because I have declared we have until our senior spring. Sorry, can you hear those sirens? Very briefly. It's not, I don't, not really. <laughs> okay. Okay, the fire truck just passed. Okay. Uh, the joys of living in New York City. Um, but yeah, so I am, like I said, I'm, we have until our seniors, or not seniors, our sophomore spring to declare. So I'm technically undeclared, but I'm planning on double majoring in econ and social history and sociology. So here at Barnard, you can do regular econ, um, but then they also have different tracks like econ math, econ, I think it's like poli sci. So that's what I'm planning on doing. Um, and kind of, I don't know if you want me to answer this, but like where I want to take that. Cause I think I say those majors and people are like, okay, what do you want to do? 
um, I really want to like, as of now, go into marketing or like social media management in that realm. And Barnard and Columbia don't really have like business majors. They don't really have like, like they don't have like nursing or like, um, like business majors like that. I think Columbia has like finance, which I knew I didn't want to do. Um, so for a lot of people, it's like not a problem um, because you do just get such a good education anyways. No one's going to turn you down for a job because you don't have a marketing degree. So that was kind of my econ thing. Um, that's like a very like pre-business route. And then like I added sociology because that's also like a pre-marketing thing. And I also just think it's interesting. And I think like, if you want to take, like you should be taking classes. Yes, you should be taking classes for your major that you want to do, um, but those should be interesting and you should be interested in your major. And like, if you want to add on the major, be, just because you find it interesting, like you should do that because you're never going to have this kind of time in your life again, where you get to just like learn whatever you want to learn. Like, more than in high school like you're just you're just never going to have this opportunity like even if you go to grad school like you just in grad school like you're so focused on like what you're like learning or what you're doing like you're never going to have this many like random classes available to you so like that would be I know like there's like other questions coming but like a big piece of advice would be like take advantage of those random classes like I'm taking art history class right now like I go to the Met every few weeks and we like look at art pieces with my TA like I took a film class last semester like stuff I would never take otherwise and like it's been really fun that's incredible I, I think that you're absolutely right in that piece of advice of taking advantage of things right I think in high school right I feel like I didn't I think you did as well like tried to do you know some of those other clubs or like random electives that offered things but there's a lot less freedom there like I think especially like, you know, I was in a band class and that really only gave me like, that was my elective for essentially three years of high school. And then senior year, I got to play around a little bit with like creative writing courses and things like that. So my, like my schedule is APs and band and like, you know, strict school stuff as it is high school and needing to get you into college. But I'm really excited to do that in college is try and, you know, branch out and do a couple classes I wouldn't normally take because I really like that. I like just taking those extra classes a lot of the time. So that's a cool thing that Barnard offers, and I think a lot of colleges do, and mm-hmm. I am excited for that. Shifting gears a little bit, so you've talked about, like, dance and stuff, and it's funny, because the last person I talked to also was, like, very, you know, dance was a big fundamental for her, and so what is your perspective on, like, you know, Irish dance and dance and that stuff? Like, how long have you been into that? Yeah. And, like, how has that really shaped you and is continuing to shape you? Yeah, so I really thought I mentioned dance before, um, and probably anyone listening is like, what is she talking about? Um, yeah, so I still am a competitive Irish dancer for like so for those who don't know if you've ever seen river dance or something like that like it's similar to that um but it's like highly competitive very time consuming like I would compare it to like gymnastics figure skating like all-star cheer like I think those are very like equivalent comparisons to make to it um just so people like understand like the time commitment and stuff and like genuinely like Irish dance has been like one of the best if not the best things I've ever done that's ever happened to me um I started dancing like regular dance when I was three I started Irish dancing when I was five um I started competing in Irish dance probably around I think it was like fourth or fifth grade um when I switched to a competitive school and by sixth grade I completely cut out all regular dance and was just doing Irish dance strictly and like um at this point in my career I'm at like the highest level you can be in the dance world um I've competed, you know, locally, regionally, nationally, I've even been to world. So it's like competitively, it's been really fun um, with that. But like, it also has been just like, personally, I think really shaped me into who I am. It's very like, you have to have a lot of self-discipline. You deal with a lot of disappointment on the daily. Like, it just shapes you into what I think is like, oh, the best version of yourself, like physically and 
like mentally and like personality wise and like truly like do not know where I would be without it like I, I don't even know what I would be doing like with my free time because like I was never into like I mean maybe I would have gotten into regular dance more but like I was never like I mean I was good at it but it was like I just like went once a week um so yeah I just like I truly like it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me that's amazing is this individual is it on a team like how does that oh yeah yeah no no I'm just like like, yeah so um it's um mostly an individual like sport so basically the way it happens is like at competitions there's like four main types of music um two that are done in shoes that are kind of like tap shoes and two that are done in shoes that are kind of like ballet shoes and then there's like at every every age level there's a combination like you do one of the like ballet shoe level dance uh, type dances and one of the like other one dances and then your teacher makes up the steps but like when you get to competition you get on stage with another person so you're doing different steps to the same music um so you'll do like your your like it's called soft shoe you do that and then you do your hard shoe which is like the top shoe dance and then everyone dances alone for their what's called a set um which is also in your hard shoes um but then there's also teams as well so like they're called Kaylee's um not spelled the way I spell my name but I love that so those much. are like yeah if you've ever seen like those I think people kind of think of like Irish dance with that like you could have four people in it you could have ones with eight people in it um I was on an eight person team at the world championships actually on two teams um but yeah so it's like both but it's like mostly individual if that answers the question totally and okay world championship like yeah how did that go what happened like how did that it was good so this was in 2019 um they had it in Greensboro North Carolina um which was fun um and yeah so basically like we danced at our regional competition um, and were able to go to the worlds from that. Um, and yeah, so I was on our school sent three teams and I was on two of them. Um, they also have individuals who go to the worlds. It's a lot harder for girls to qualify for that because it's usually um, the top 25%. Um, there's like a weird formula. It's like the top whatever, or it's like the top, it's the top something. And then it's like one for every X more amount of dancers, basically. Um, I think it's like the top 10 and then for every 10 more dancers it's like one more something like that um so like my brothers they're having the first world championship since covid coming up this april in belfast so like my brothers will be dancing there i won't um which is good because i can't even go to belfast because i can't take time off of school unfortunately um but yeah the boys it's like a lot easier because like it's usually like they'll be like like in my brother's competition there's like three um and then in my competitions there's usually like over 100 so to give a point of comparison yeah and that's just on the regional level because um because I'm located in New York I'm in the mid-Atlantic region which is like one of the more competitive um and bigger regions I mean they're all competitive but yeah I don't know I feel like I'm like really I love talking about Irish dance so I could like talk about it for forever but yeah at some point we're gonna have to have some more Irish dance podcasts because I am super curious about this because I know nothing and I want to like because I've had a couple other friends who've you know done mm-hmm. dance or Irish dance, and I'm like, it's so fascinating, and I know absolutely nothing, and I want to know more. So either on this or, or positivity, at some point, I'm gonna yeah. really have to talk more about this. Yeah, um, yeah, I yeah, I could talk about it for forever. So I'm gonna like cut myself off before. There will be there will be more to come one day. I promise. Um, that, that we will not put that to bed forever. But <laughs> to to move on just a little bit, although that was a lovely conversation, so cool to learn about that. So the biggest, not the biggest, one of the things we do on this show 
is called Pass It On. And I kind of couple it with this thing called the ultimate tip because sometimes they're the same. Sometimes mm -hmm. one has one but not the other. Essentially, Pass It On is like a piece of advice that you got that somebody gave to you that you want to then share onward. And then the ultimate tip is just like what is, I guess, the fundamental thing somebody should maybe be thinking about as they go into college and the future? Yeah, so I guess for the Pass It On, I'll do like a piece of high school advice and I haven't, it hasn't even been a year since high school, so I feel like I still have a lot of advice there. So I guess my thing would be um, for like high school, really any age, like find like one or two activities that you're really passionate about. You don't have to do like 20 different things for your resume. So like my main thing was Irish dance. That was like, I loved it. I still love it. Like that is my life. That was my life. Um, and I did have a few other activities. So another huge thing for me was Girl Scouts. Like I used to be embarrassed talking about Girl Scouts because I was like, ew. But like it was it was a good experience. And like I did like all my like bronze, silver, gold awards for that. Um, so yeah, and I had some other I was in a few other clubs, but I wasn't nearly as like passionate about them as I was for dance. And like I was definitely not like I think my activity section got filled up because um I think I put in like camp counselor stuff that I did as well. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the common app activity section, which I'm sure all current seniors are more than familiar with. Tensely but familiar um, with it, yeah. Yeah. I would say it really like if you have something that you're so passionate about, like that's so much better for as long as you're gonna have such a better high school experience than like if you were in like five million different clubs, like trying to be present in a wall them, trying to, you know, get the like perfect resume. Like it it that's just not a thing. Um, and I think colleges really like to see that passion and see that commitment so like if you have something that you really love to do like do it and export to its fullest and like I found like through Irish dance like yeah, I was doing it competitively but then like it spawned into leadership opportunities for me and like volunteer opportunities you know those like key words for college applications but like truly truly like finding that activity one or two or three things that you just like love and put all your energy into is like I think the best tip I could give um I think a lot of high schoolers like get caught up in like padding your resume and like making it full of things and then like you come to college and you realize people here like most people only do like a couple of clubs like max and like some of them they're like not even really involved in it at all um so yeah I think that's like find your activity find your one or like two things that you just really really love oh and then the ultimate tip <laughs> yeah my ultimate tip for college is um let go of all your expectations that's like the hardest thing ever um but I really wish someone like was there for me, especially in, like the first semester drilling it into me, be like, get rid of your expectations. Don't have these expectations. Like, I feel like it sounds bad, but I think if you go into it being like, this is a new experience that I'm going to have, and this is going to shape me and it's going to be hard and it's going to be fun. And it's going to be all these things. That's so much better than going in with like this plan of like how things have to happen and what you want things to be like, because like, they're probably not going to work out that way not in a bad way, but like things work out so differently and like you just don't really know so it's hard but I think letting go of expectations um really can just like makes it a less stressful and more fun experience and I think you also put a lot less less pressure on things to happen and I think things happen a little bit more naturally that way that's an incredible tip I think that's a tip that I'm hoping I need drilled I need that drilled into my head <laughs> I think regardless of where I go that is exceptional yeah. and and pass it on is too the uh, the superfluous and kind of as I've heard it referred to and just the idea of doing a bunch of things for the sake of doing a bunch of things has come up a lot as a lot of people's really big pieces of advice mm -hmm. and I think it's so true and I definitely I think it's very true right if you're passionate about a couple things that's also going to look better I mean like not to say again that the yeah. point is the application 
that's gonna look better on an app you're gonna be able to write yeah. essays about that because like 100%. Aside from, yeah aside from a full activity section you mm-hmm. gotta write about the stuff that you yeah. do for colleges right supplementals and scholarships yeah. and if you know like you know there's a club at my school the interact club and it's this volunteer club that i've been with since the first week of freshman year through this year i've like i've become the president of it but i just i freaking love this club and i know it inside and out and i can write about it inside and out at this point because of i'm just all in and i think that that helps a lot like i remember there were clubs that i i think it's also important to explore a lot of the different things at school like i went into my high school as a new freshman and so i tried just about every club but like i didn't stick with a lot of them right right if we had a there's a social media club that kind of butted a little bit and i like went to a meeting and i'm like not for me right it's probably a great club but I just was like, okay, I don't need to fill this up on my plate right now and just focus more on Interact or other stuff that I do. And so both incredible pieces of advice. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I try, I try. But yeah, I would definitely echo your thing about high school. I mean, even like in answers where it's like, they don't tell you to write about like your activities and stuff. Like I found in literally everything. I was going through my essays the other day because I was looking for a, a writing sample and every single essay like was... I like talked about Irish dance or I like talked about Girl Scouts or I talked about this other club that I was in in high school, but like Irish dance like specifically like really made its way into every single answer. And so I think it's really cool when it's like they see like, oh, this is an activity because really when they see the activity section and not to delve into the common app too much, but they literally just see like the activity, how many hours a week you do it, how many years you've been doing it and like a tiny little like short blurb, like a few sentences, max not even I think um and Mm -hmm. so like yeah they can see that you have all those filled out but I think when they see like oh this is an activity and they're talking about it here where we didn't even say talk about an activity that you did in high school like I think that really shows that it's something that you're passionate about and it really gets that point across absolutely yeah I find the same three to four things crop up in all of my essays regardless of whether I ask for them or not so because it's a part of you, right? I yeah. like it's a part of just who you are as a person and that's going to affect you, right? And the things that you want to do or that you do or like why you're interested in these things. And so, yeah, I think that's great. So, another question just about college, another kind of one of those broad essential advice things. What's a dorm room essential that you have found? Something that you oh. just can't live without in a dorm room or just at college? Okay, wait. This is I'm like looking around like yeah, right? things. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, I don't know. Have a few essentials. So, one would definitely have to be my fan, which interesting story. So, at Barnard, basically the housing works. We have this thing for um called the quad, and it's like housing that's on campus, and the rest of the housing is off campus. And if you're a freshman, you have to live in the quad, and the quad is made up of four buildings, and only one of the buildings has AC. And I and my roommate got placed in the building that has AC. So we were like, perfect. Like I found it out and I remember crossing fan off my list because they're like, if you're not in the building with AC, you need fans. But then they do this fun thing where they turn off the AC in like October, but it wasn't like cold enough yet for the heat, but then the heat was on. And even though you can control the heat in your room, like there was no AC and it was hot. So like within one weekend, both my roommate and I had to buy fans. So that's an essential since they still haven't turned our AC back on. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else. I feel like I should have like a better answer. Um, I mean, I love my robes and my shower caddy. Um, I have one of the mesh shower caddies. I originally had a plastic one. Um, I would highly recommend getting a shower caddy. I know some people don't use them, but I feel like most people do. Um, And if you're in a communal bathroom, like you need that. 
I guess my last thing would be my little ottoman. You can't see it, but it's like a little ottoman like this. It's a storage ottoman. So the lid comes off and that's really nice because I use that to get up onto my bed um, because like college beds are really high off the ground. They're like lofted. Mine's not like lofted into the air, but um, it's a good like, I don't know, maybe four feet into the air or three or four feet. I don't know how tall exactly. Probably not four feet, probably three. I'm like looking at my roommate's bed to try to see. <laughs> But um, even as a 5'5 five, five person, I can't get into my bed without getting on a, like a step stool. So I like this one because it also has storage in it. And storage is hard to find in dorm rooms. So I guess those would be my things. I don't know. I feel like they're boring, but I don't really have anything like life sh- earth shattering. They're essentials, right? I think a fan's yeah. a great piece of advice. I remember staying at a hotel right across from the college that didn't have AC. And like in the elevator with people at college who had to leave their dorm to stay the night yeah. at the hotel because it was that warm. Like, yeah. a fan's an essential thing. And our shatter, a shower caddy, is that the same as like shower shoes or is that a different thing? No. So the caddy is like what you carry all your stuff in. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if that, like the shower shoes, I just wear flip-flops. Also mm-hmm. an essential. I've never seen anyone not wear them, yeah. but don't be that person in your communal bathroom. Yeah, but I've seen some people, they just carry, like, all their shampoo. I think, like, well, obviously, on the floor was, like, um, all girls, but um, I feel like it would be probably more common for guys to be, like, I don't need a shower caddy, but I feel like it's really helpful. I I don't know, maybe girls, like, I don't want to stereotype, but, like, use more products in the shower, but, like, I keep everything in there. Like, I even keep my toothbrush and toothpaste in there. I think it's helpful. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think it's a great, like... (laughs) Just, I think those are all absolutely essential things that yeah. I have not thought about. So, yeah. yeah. Also say, like, snacks are good. Actually, I would highly recommend, my mom got me these. They're, like, these, like, pasta things, but it's, like, you don't, like, it's, like, these, like, baggies, and I think it's, like, Gorilla or something, whatever the blue pasta brand is, like, that comes in the blue box. It's, like, these microwavable bags, and so the pasta's already cooked in them, so you just open the bag and like microwave it and then you have pasta so like you don't have to worry about having like a pot or like having to boil water and stuff because like at least for me like we do have a shared like communal kitchen but like it doesn't have anything in it so like anything I'd want to cook like I need to get my own utensils for it and I don't really feel like using the kitchen that is shared by four buildings worth of people on one floor basically so yeah I mean it's not like huge like a huge amount of people because Barnard is like a pretty small school but yeah, those pasta things, especially first semester, they were kind of lifesavers. They sound like so, lifesavers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I just thought of another one. Sorry, I'm like looking around my room. A lamp, a lamp. Okay, a lamp. my, I don't know about like other, like, I think it depends on your dorm room, but like mine, we literally have, no one listening can see this, but it's these little, like, I don't know what these are called, but it's like a bowl, like torch thing. I have no There's idea. There's one on my side, there's one on my roommate's side, and that's it for lights in the room. This and my roommates, which my roommate isn't even as bright as this. Hers is like, I'm showing the zoom. Hers is like yeah. yellow. That's all the light that we get for the room. So, and technically you're not supposed to put up those LED lights, but we do have them. Uh, but we also have a lamp and it's life-changing when it gets dark and you put it on um, because like the lighting in here sucks. And I definitely think that's like a like school to school kind of thing. If you have like overheads or something, but like we literally have two like lights in our entire room. So that would be another thing you feel like and definitely like I would say when you're like trying to get stuff for your dorm like I like looked at the floor plans and I looked at like um like they had like little like online like tours or views of the rooms and like try to reach out to like 
current students or something like it was super helpful we here have a program where um like low-income first-gen international students can come early and so there's one girl who was here I think it was like a week or two early and she did like a whole vlog of her room and I was just on Instagram like intensely watching it because she was in the same building as me to kind of just see what the layout was um because I think like knowing what you have in your room like already in terms of furniture and stuff can be super helpful in like what you pick out and and what you bring like yeah because like I knew I was gonna have a lot of lighting and my mom was like you definitely are gonna need a lamp and it wasn't something that I thought about at first I was like okay yeah that makes sense that absolutely makes sense and I'll even throw my hat into the ring for this if you're going to any school in like midwest or north area like anywhere that's cold for a long period of time anywhere that has relatively long winters particularly Michigan but other places around that there's these things called happy lamps and they're like little desktop lamps with their uv and they have like like uv sun lamps and they are kind of life-saving because seasonal affective disorder and like seasonal depression is real so they're i think also really important things if you're going to be anywhere especially transitioning from a warm climate to a cold like to something that's dark and gray often have those lights there because they will help a lot yeah that's a good one i didn't really think about that i mean here it's like cold but it will also be sunny so Mm -hmm. you have that sun but yeah yeah, it is gray skies in New York, yeah. April. Yeah, you got to think about the weather, but also think about it strategically because like, I mean, to be completely fair, like I am 30 minutes from my house. So like if I need stuff, it's very easy for me to get it. But like just in general, like you don't need to pack all of your clothes. Like when you come there, like here, like obviously the seasons change. So like when I went home for Thanksgiving break, I took home some more of my like summery clothes and like brought back more like heavy duty winter clothes because around Thanksgiving time it definitely does start to get colder but it's not like freezing yet so that's like another thing to think about if you're somewhere where it's like warm or not or whatever like if you're planning on going home for Thanksgiving like that's a really good opportunity to kind of bring home clothes that you're not wearing like bring back new stuff that you feel like you needed um like my roommate like every break she always is like bringing home more clothes that she's not wearing like me too um because it's like you learn very quickly that like you probably I mean I don't know I'm a chronic overpacker and I still feel like this room is like I have too much stuff here but like so like you learn very quickly like what you need what you don't need um and yeah yeah I think that's great advice as well I I hadn't thought about it genuinely but I think that's excellent advice um so see I'm glad to make this podcast (laughs) this is entirely a selfish endeavor so that I am not lost when I go to college um but yeah Thanksgiving break bringing stuff home yeah excellent idea Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah. Pre-planning that you're gonna like bring your winter clothes, and it, I mean, if you're not somewhere where it's like four seasons, I don't think this affects you as much. But like pre-planning that like you're gonna bring your spring clothes back and like bring your winter clothes, and then like same thing for spring break. Like in college, spring break is in March, usually like randomly in March. So like it's at least for us here, like it's not like super hot weather yet, but it's definitely getting warmer, and so like now it's also a good time to like switch out clothes. And then that way you just like have less stuff here and you have more room for like stuff that you want. Certainly. Again, like you said, and I think I've heard about this too, storage is critical. And I think that, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll just do a whole episode on like the most effective ways to lay out your room once I get a dorm room. Like once I, and I'll just find that strategy, make that game plan. (laughs) Um, uh, One question that gets a bit more nostalgic generally, but um, what's a moment from high school that you still think about that kind of comes to you still? Yeah, so I, I guess, like, kind of my, like, whole senior year, but really, like, the end of it, which I feel like is really cheesy, but um, I don't know, my senior year was, like, an entirely different year than my 
rest of my high school experience I feel like freshman sophomore year is like very stressful very like high um, paced even beginning of junior year um it's a lot of stress a lot of like very busy um and then like like very focused on dance very focused on like school um and then like so junior year and then I, the pandemic happened and like right before the pandemic I got my driver's license and stuff so like coming into senior year um a like school was definitely easier in my senior year I don't know if it was like because the classes were easier I mean I've still taken like all honors all APs but like some of them were like known to be a little bit easier than others but like and then we also were hybrid for most of the year so like half my days were virtual um but school's definitely a little bit easier I think with like having that virtual tied into it um I could drive so I was able to like hang out with my friends on a whim rather than being like hey mom like can I go like get lunch with so-and-so on this day um and that was really nice and I think also like while I was super focused on dance like I really was also making sure to take time to like hang out with my friends so like like every once in a while like I would leave dance class like we had dance on Friday night till usually like 9 or 10 p.m and like I would sometimes like one week like I left early to go to my friend's birthday party and I probably never would have done that had it not been my senior year but I, like, I really want to spend a lot of time with like these people that I'm like never gonna have this time with again and like getting into a school ED was also really helpful because I didn't have to worry about like college apps basically for the rest of my like time there so like kind of towards the end when everyone was done with college apps you know nobody's worrying about school anymore like the teachers were really like not laying it on that hard and like I just really got to hang out with my friends it was it was super nice and especially towards the end they let us go back full day full time so like to see my friends in the parking lot and like getting to do all the like fun like end of year senior year activities like those last two weeks of school I would say those were like I think they were no I think we had more like full day time but like those last two weeks of school were like full of like all like the senior like activities like we had our like commitment day and we had our senior trip and we had like the senior prank and our senior sunrise like all that and that was just like a super fun time um where it like it wasn't all about school like work um like the last two days of senior year we basically just had like my school was like an open campus so like we had like a huge like quad with like um I don't know if we actually called it we didn't really call it a quad sorry but like a huge like grassy area and like we called it center campus actually and like we just kind of had like we like like a party basically on the lawn like we call it like a danger it wasn't really like danger what you would think of like but like it was it was really fun and just like hanging out like playing lawn games basically for the last two days of senior year and like it was just a really fun time and like I'm you know part of me is like was like very done with high school very happy that like I'm in college now and like has moved on but I do think about that a lot sometimes especially like we're getting near it again like I get my snap memories of like what I was doing this time last year and I was like wow that was like a really peaceful like chill time in my life and I don't think I'm ever gonna have a time like that again (laughs) but yeah yeah, not to be like super long-winded but I do get a little nostalgic every once in a while um which is like speaking of expectations because I feel like it's been a big theme like I expected that I wouldn't care about high school at all I was like Feel like I don't want to be like one of those people that like peaks in high school like I don't want to ever think about high school again and like I realized kind of towards the end of high school that like peaking in high school like just because you like have moments that you liked in high school and like you get like nostalgic for those times doesn't mean that you peaked in high school like 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 that just like it just means you have good times and you have good memories and like being attached to like high school and stuff like not in a way that you're like always back there and always wanting to be back there but like being upset when it ends and like like I cried a few tears on my last day of high school like I'm not gonna lie like it's a huge chapter of your life to close and like 
anyone who's like really adamant to like not peak like in high school and not care about high school that much or just say like let yourself like have that nostalgia let yourself like have that like sadness and happiness and like oh this is ending because it is such a huge chapter in your life and like being upset about that or like thinking like oh that was really fun like I missed that isn't like a bad thing because you're really like I don't think I'm ever gonna have a time like the end of my senior year of high school ever again and I don't need it ever again but like it's its own like special thing that like I will like really I, I appreciate absolutely I think that the more I think about it the more I think that I think peaking is bogus I think like yeah maybe on some level it is I think that maybe it's a peaks and valleys thing I think on some yeah. level peaking is bogus I see a lot of people who are like 70 and doing rad things right I don't think that you're ever yeah. gonna you know I think moments will peak I don't think that peaking in high school is something to be concerned about right and I, I, I would agree, agree. I, I it's cool to hear you kind of reflect on your senior year and I'm already having those reflections I'm already like mm-hmm. sitting here getting nostalgic for homecoming of my senior year in still in senior year right like yeah I'm like oh gosh like that parade was so sick which it was yeah. um but so and I'm really excited for kind of these final moments to happen mm-hmm. prom spring break graduation like these are going to be big moments and, I, and I'm really grateful that you know I'm thankful for your class that you kind of had a normal ending I think that we'll have a pretty normal ending knocking on wood there but I I feel like where things Mm -hmm. are going to be okay and so yeah I think that senior year will be something I look back on very fondly and I already do but it's it's an exciting time yeah I definitely say like seniors out there like appreciate every moment like even if you say you hated high school like I would have been one of those people that said I hated high school and like I'm glad it's done I'm glad like I'm not gonna lie I'm glad it's done but like appreciate every moment because like even like if you're like a sophomore or something like people would be like oh like it goes by so fast and like even like being a freshman in college stuff like wow it really does go by fast I'm like I'm almost done with my freshman year and now I'm like I feel like college to me is like I I really do love it and like I feel like I'm coming more into my own you know like I haven't reached that level yet but like I'm already like wow I'm really gonna miss college when I graduate I'm a freshman okay it already feels like I'm like like this is how fast freshman year went like and trust me parts of it were super like oh my god I'm literally going to die here like this is just never ending but yeah I like I'm already like oh my god I only have three three years left like the most of it but like I would say don't stress and just like enjoy the moments and like if you're having a hard time in high school like know that it does get better maybe not in high school maybe it might be after but yeah yeah I don't know that was like a tangent I feel like I'm always going on tangents they're great tangents and it's it's worth it it's needed right like it totally is good but yeah I would agree with that I think that there can be both ands in these kind of situations of like, yeah, sure, some elements of high school sucked. Absolutely, like, sure. But also, like, there are some really kind of beautiful things that happen. And, like, I think things that I will hold with me for, like, a while, even if it's just, like, acts of kindness are, like, it's basically our Algebra 2 through, like, calculus teacher, this wonderful lady. She has, there's a random little, like, office room, kind of, there's, like, a, a focal point, and it branches off into, like, our libraries at the bottom, and then it's, like, there's three doors. One mm-hmm. to the left is our media room. One to the right is her calculus room. And then this middle is just this like random space that was essentially just made because of how the other rooms synced up. And she like, it used to just be a storage room. Like I remember last year and even the start of this year, it was like random production equipment was in there. Like I go and like record a school podcast in there for like a gov assignment. Like that was what the room was for. At the start of this trimester, a couple weeks ago, she went, brought like chairs from her basement, sacked it with like fruit snacks, pencils, like there's a like there was a random mini fridge in there, but like nobody used it, but like got it kind of working, cleaned out the space. And it's this like 
I have an independent study, so I get to go in there every day, second hour. And it's just this like lovely space that I have just like think about so much now and like the kindness that she did just out of her own heart. Like, oh my gosh, it makes me like, I think that's something that I'm going to remember for a while in high school and just like, because it's me and like usually two other seniors, but like a bunch of other seniors will kind of just pass through and hang out. Like it's kind of constantly in use and in flux throughout the day. And it's just such a cool little space that's kind of like our own as seniors essentially. And I love it. So yeah, man, senior year. it What a thing. Speaking of high school and or college, what's a song that got you through maybe high school or college or moment in there? I'm putting together a bit of a school survival playlist. So yeah, I don't think I have like a specific song i'm not like super into music um i will listen to it when i'm doing homework i usually like prefer podcasts unless i'm like reading or something but honestly sometimes i just like silence um i'm really like a fan of taylor swift i love taylor swift there's a playlist that's like all of her songs in order that i listened to like pretty heavily like through high school and like now even um i don't know if that's like the answer that you're looking for but that's my take on it i mean i mean I'll take, if you can pick one, a favorite Taylor Swift song. Oh, yeah, of course. That's okay, too. I get it. Like, favorites is such a weird thing to ask. Yeah, I my favorite Taylor Swift song um, would have to be probably August. I love um, All Too Well, especially, like, the new 10-minute version. But, like, all-time favorite would have to be August, which is on the um, Folklore album. I don't know. My birthday's in August, so I felt, like, a little special attachment to it. Um, But, yeah. Oh, it's a good song. All of her songs are good, though. Uh, totally, totally. I feel like I need to be more of a Swifty. It's my calling. Like, I know that I will. I saw on TikTok there was a college, it was a Taylor Swift class in college, and I'm like, oh I want to yeah, take, I'm like, I would take this class. I feel yeah. like. I think it's at NYU. I have to see if I can take that class because I know sometimes there's like exchanges where you can take classes. But like, like I know sometimes NYU people are like in our clubs or like we can be in NYU clubs if they don't have it here. So I have to look into that. I think that would be an excellent class if you take it you'll yeah. i want you back on this podcast to talk about <laughs> it. just like like i need like a weekly update um but we'll talk we can talk more when that bridge arises last thing and kind of we've i feel like talked about it but like is there a piece of advice that you give to freshman you in high school and then maybe even freshman you in college at the start of this year and i think you've already harped on a couple of great pieces of advices and talked through that but anything yeah um i think for freshman me i would just say like stop stressing which is like I could tell me like right now that to like stop stressing because I'm just like a very like naturally I think I get very stressed out over things which is not a good thing but I don't know it's very worried throughout like high school basically up until I got into Barnard um and even then I was like had to go back and check to make sure I didn't read it wrong um like my acceptance letter um I was very stressed like about college and like about dance like getting into the highest level of dance um, cause that was like a big struggle throughout like my high school experience but like just telling myself like not to stress not to worry like things do work out I think a lot of times like I felt like I was very unlucky and like kind of like always the bridesmaid like was always just like second best or like always like like always like bad things would happen to me but like I don't know I feel like especially like it's weird that we're talking about senior year because like senior year I think for me is when a lot of things it was like a long time coming kind of started to click like end of June and I say end of junior year, but I really mean like end of junior year before the pandemic. Like that's when I got into the highest level of dance. And then like kind of like with the pandemic happened and then like things started to kind of just fall into place for me in senior year. And it, it's just a coincidence that it happened that way. But I definitely think I would tell freshmen me like chill out. Don't worry. Like just try your hardest. Try your best. Like you're doing your best. And like it will work out. And I think that's a lot easier to say like 
now that things have worked out and not to say that like my life is perfect now but like it's definitely easier to look back and be like well look at how much stuff has worked when like at the time I had no idea if like things would work out but yeah I'd say that's like a big one I think that's a great piece of advice and you're right right it's always easy to to look back and give that advice but like I think there's a level of looking forward that comes from looking back as well right so to hold on to it now and to, and to learn it now, I think, too, is, is still, like, it's an excellent piece of advice. And I, I'm kind of with you in that, like, the weird way that senior year is shaken up. Like, I feel like, I know there's all this talk of, like, good for the plot and kind of, like, talking about things like their TV shows. I can mm-hmm. tell that, like, senior year is, like, the season finale and then the college will be, like, the soft reboot with, like, the same protagonist with different characters. Like, I can tell the there have been weird coincidences and, like, full circle moments that have happened essentially from... I'd say the end of my junior year through my senior year, like Mm -hmm. just things I never expected to like happen or come back around that just have. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay. So it's it's really, it's a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Like, I don't know, like one random, really random thing. Like I used to work at a preschool camp prior to the pandemic. And then I kind of, my, the last year that I did it before my junior year, I guess I was already, even though I didn't know the pandemic was going to happen, obviously I was already thinking that I wanted to try some or nothing against preschool camp I loved it but I was like I want to do something more than just like be a camp counselor um and then it's funny my senior summer came around and I was literally a preschool camp counselor again um at a different camp and with two of my friends like from high school and it was like a blast like I had such a fun time and so like things like that but they're like super random I feel like I agree I don't know if that's like the same kind of thing that you no, were talking yeah. about but it just it, made it me think of is. that yeah there was one there was some random person that I always saw like you know, posting and like, you know, I was, because I'm in the high school band, like, I mm-hmm. guess, not that I use Facebook hardly at all, yeah. but I would see her crop up in these Facebook, like, band, like, high school band posts mm-hmm. about our Sogstock band, and like, I knew the name, and I like, never, and like, I think that her child had gone through the program, like, much before my time, and I, like, just kind of would always see her post crop up, and I'm like, who is this person, and like, what is this, and then I went to take my ACT this summer between my junior and senior year, and I walk in, and it's her like it's this random lady who from Facebook who I've like never seen a picture of and I'm like it was just one of the weirdest like whoa like never expected it never could have like planned it but it was just kind of like okay like wow like this is really it like it gave me a weird sense of closure to this like ongoing mystery of who this person was that I feel like I would never have solved or thought to have solved but crazy experiences so Yeah, I think that brings us to the end of the interview, Kaylee. Thank you so much for coming on. The last question I really have is, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I don't think so at the moment. I will say thank you very much for having me on. I don't know. I feel like I always want to talk about college and like my experience and like give advice. So I'm really happy to have like an outlet to do that. So yeah, thanks for having yeah. me. Thank you. I'm very happy to have an outlet to ask a whole lot of questions about college to people because that's what I have to this table is just all the questions. Um, so yeah, thank you. It's a blast. I guess one thing that kind of collectively I feel like we can plug is this little podcast called Positivity oh, that yeah? we are both on. It's been weird, right? Because yeah. we've been out of it for a little while, but it'll be back. I promise. It might even be back by the time you hear this. So check that out. Positivity. It's instead of I-T-Y, it is spelled T-E-A. It's about good news, uplifting stories. It's like the John Krasinski thing, but with younger people and, uh, just a few more tangents, but it's fun. I hope it's, I think it's a good time. So you want to yeah. hear us on that more? Honestly, we're going to college recommend. on that podcast too. Highly recommend. So yeah. Otherwise, thanks for listening to another episode yeah. of the Student Council. I've been Carter Dvorak and that's Ben Kaylee Richmond. Kaylee, any other just parting words, anything else you want to say? 
No. I was like, oh my gosh, promoting yeah. Chef Mike's at Columbia. It is a new deli that like, it's like a, de- it's kind of like Subway style, but better that opened up okay. at Columbia. Um, and if you use a meal swipe, you get a foot long like sub. You can make your own or they have specials, soup, dessert, fruit, chips, and a drink. I love that place. Um, and yeah, if you're ever at Columbia, it's fifteen ninety seven. If you want to pay with like a credit card or something, which can be a little pricey, but you do get a lot of food and I love it there. I literally, my roommate and I both got shirts from one of their like shirt promotions. So now we have Chef Mike shirts. I That's can the best thing in the world. Yes, I need to see it. <laughs> I love Chef Mike's. It opened this semester and it's truly been Chef Mike's sub shop. Is this a chain or just like a, a No, single... no. Chef it's just Mike only is... in Columbia. Okay. Chef Mike is the guy who's in charge of Columbia Dining. I put that in quotes because I don't even know if it's like a real person, like if there's a real Chef Mike or he's just like a figure, but Chef Mike Sub Shop. Chef Mike Sub Shop, you got the shirts. Yeah. That's amazing. Sorry, that was such a long like parting word, but no, that's I had incredible. some for lunch. And hey, yeah. Shout out to Chef Mike. If Chef Mike, if you ever want to come on the podcast, if you're real, it <laughs> might just be like Schrodinger's Mike, right? Like, like he nobody... exists, he just stays in the chef until like... he is not exist or not. Yeah, allegedly the sub shop was inspired by his Italian grandmother who used to make him subs. But I've also never met Chef Mike. So, well. like never, like ever, ever. So if anyone knows if Chef Mike's real or not, like maybe I'm just a naive freshman, but... I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you meet Chef Mike, what I want you to do, if you if you feel safe enough and fine enough with it, take a selfie with Chef Mike and then send it to our Instagram at StucoPod. Or if you want to send it to our email, that's easier for you. That's StucoPod at gmail.com or any other place you can find us. Those are the only two. But if you meet Chef Mike, you know how you can tell us too? You go to iTunes, you go to Rate and Review, you give us five stars. In the caption, you say, I met Chef Mike. Nobody's going to get you but me and anyone who's listened to this, but that's okay. So let us know in any way you can if you've met Chef Mike. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's all from me. Good luck and good times in your educational endeavors. The council is adjourned.